Welcome to Sky Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin. Okay. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm your other host, Caitlin, and we're sitting in the car after the rise of Skywalker, Skywalker. and oh boy, <laughs> Caitlin and I have had. To be honest, I have to say this might be the most interesting experience of my entire life <laughs> in terms of watching a movie. We have exited the film. For the first viewing. We, we basically did not speak more than like two words of, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I, afterwards. And then we were like gliding to the car. We know, walked in the we middle, walked of, the middle the of the road. There was cars coming. I don't know. We I feel like I'm walked. on another plane of existence. And not like the fun world between the world. Not the fun world. <laughs> no, I... I Okay. I okay. Charlotte said this after we got out, which I think is like the perfect description of our mood right now. She said, "How did we get both everything we wanted and nothing we wanted?" <laughs> oh, I just I I um, it's uh, shocking. It's yeah, and not like in a not in like the last Jedi, Jedi kind way, of shock where it was like, "Oh man, we need to run to the car to talk about this." I'm like, I don't even know where to begin start i the, okay okay i have to say this movie it has been panned by critics and i don't think it is as bad as i've been led to believe by rotten tomatoes <laughs> yeah no i i would have to agree with that i th- i think so i think this movie was so busy like i had no time to breathe none there yeah, are no little to no slow moments in this film and it was a lot i think the moment where he was when they were reconstructing the mask and that was maybe i don't know i'd say maybe a 10 second scene yeah that i was like and that was in the first act i was like oh this movie's not going to spend any time yeah on any on anything that that was so interesting because I feel like we, uh, so much of our speculation was very wrong, but then some of it was also very right. No, Caitlin, our speculation (laughs) was extremely right. I think it's, well, I'm thinking about, like. The thing is, is that we have, we have devoted so much time to certain things that we thought would have so much time in a movie, and and they they didn't really have that much time in a movie. What's crazy is, like, all of this stuff, like, the, like, everything we saw from Ben, from Kylo, from, like, every single piece of promotional material, that was all literally in the first minute. And <laughs> so, like, when he's walking, and we all thought that he was going to, like, meet Ray when she was with Palpatine, and that was, like, the first shot of the movie, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what is, is going, going on? on? And should have known, because JJ always does, like, only first and second act in the, it, in, in the trailers. It was so... Like, I feel like I got no plot right in this film, and I feel like I like I know what happened in it, but uh, also uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just like I don't even know what I saw. Two hours before we saw this movie, you literally told me it's going to be a son and daughter situation. Okay, yeah, I did. And <laughs> and Kylo is going to transfer his life force to daughter. Yeah, I did, didn't I? You, and which is, yeah, to daughter, meaning Ray. Ray. Yeah, you literally said that. I and forgot that's a, about that's that. That's actually what happened. I forgot about that. <laughs> I. <sighs> okay, let's just, okay, before we. All right, let's go through our wish list. Okay, so our wish list, you know what? I texted to a friend earlier. I can bring it up. You texted the wish list to a friend? Well, yeah. Um, 
I said that I felt like... Okay, our our wish... Number one on our wish list was redemption. Number one on the wish list was redemption. Number two was Raylo. Raylo. And number three was Raylo Kiss. Yes. All All of those those happened. (laughs) And, okay, let's focus on the fact that Ben Solo is the goodest boy ever. So good. And I was... Okay, can you let me attest to it? Sobbing. Sobbing. <laughs> from the Han Solo moment, oh my god, Han Solo moment, from a Han yeah. Solo moment, to uh, everything, I was like, I mean, uh, the fact that Leia, Leia died for her son. It's, it's weird because I felt like as I was watching this movie, like, I could... S- follow the next step almost like when when Maz was like oh Leia knows what she has to do now yeah because the entire thing was written out for us everything in this movie was told to us that's what I don't that's yeah I think was what the difference for me between the force awakens and the last Jedi and this movie is that I honestly feel like everything was told to me rather than me sitting with something and thinking and thinking about it where I mean and it's, I don't think this is a J.J. Abrams thing. I think this is what just happened in this movie because, you know, The Force Awakens spends, you know, there's like an eight, I think Ray's introduction is like 10 minutes of no talking. And it's like, I I feel like we had none of those quiet moments. None. And the the times that we did have that were, were felt like quote unquote quiet were the best. Yeah, this, like, there is no downtime. It's, like, I've never seen a movie that just keeps going. Yeah. Like, it is barreling towards the finale. I feel like we could have chopped out the first act. Yeah, I think... The entire, the entire first act could have gone. We could have... The, 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 um, the crawl could have said, Ray and Kylo Ren race to find a key to you know, Palpatine. Yeah. Rather than like I mean honestly that's how I would I would write it. Okay. Ray Palpatine. Stupid. I am It's stupid. Oh. Like it even sounds ridiculous coming out of the character's mouth. And everyone thought so in the movie theater. Everyone laughed. Yeah, in our movie theater everyone laughed. It was I like you're a Palpatine. I was like what? I was like sounds so stupid. No. I was like, please please no. <laughs> and the fact that I don't I don't know. I was I, like, oh my god, they're lying. And then they weren't lying. I know. I thought that too. I was like, yeah. oh, they're lying. They're not. Um, yeah, I... I. Mm. Okay, so here's the thing. Ray Palpatine is dumb. I, it would, I would not have chosen it. <laughs> Everything like that. I would like to dumb. choose something else. <laughs> I don't hate, for the same reason that you wanted Ray to be a Kenobi years ago. Yeah. I don't hate... The dualism of a Skywalker and a Palpatine. I... And I don't hate the message of you can choose your own family. Yeah, I... I I don't know how I feel about the ending, even with her saying that she's a Skywalker. Yeah, I... It did not land for me. It it didn't land for me either. Like, it would have been better if she just... I'm just Rey. Like, I'm just Rey. Because she's not tied to any... Like blood family, I don't know. It was it was strange. I think, of course, we also have to mention that like Kylo's not there. At the, ben is not there at the end. With I'm the, so confused with Luke that. and Leia, and I I was so ready for him. To, I was like, is this gonna be cheesy? I'm feeling some like cheese. He's gonna smile at her, and we're supposed to think it's like okay, <laughs> but I'm not okay. There's no ghost. But he's not there. Um, okay, I 
But he disappeared. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, where is... I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't... Why would they not show him there? Because That's, they can make episode 10. Yeah. 11 and 12. Um, yeah, I... That's really confusing to me. Um, I gotta say, I was personally really disappointed with Finn. I was too. And I... Like, he had some really great moments, but he just went in the complete opposite direction that I thought his whole character journey was leading. Like, I think... I think that that disappoints me more than, like, Ray Palpatine. Because, like, I can see logic behind Ray Palpatine, but, like, the way that Finn, this whole movie, was just, like, Ray, 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 Ray. Like, I I didn't see that coming at all, honestly. I didn't think... I mean, I knew that, like, of course he'd be looking out for her. a little bit regressive. Yeah, and, like, I, of course they're friends and stuff, and, like, he'd want to save her in, like, situations like that, but, like... What do you think that he was going to tell her? I don't know. That's when I got really, I got really stressed that it was going to be Finn Ray. Yeah, I have no I, idea. I, that's being me being totally honest on this podcast about it. Is as a unknown Raylo, I was like really de- starting to doubt like everything. Yeah. In, in the first act, I was like, Kylo's being really mean. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I knew that he, they were going to start the movie. I said this like a hundred times on the podcast that he, they were both going to like hammer home into like what they've known like the crawl started with him raging on i think was the word the crawl was really interesting too oh my god we started with an exclamation point <laughs> that what was really say? exciting um i just thought the word choices were really interesting like kylo ren rages on to like keep like those were some interesting choices too that i like about how kylo was just like accumulating power or, like wanting to keep power for himself but i don't know like i I don't know. That just like the, the thing is, is that everything that was written doesn't really like. Even the scene of Kylo. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> I, I, you know, we saw this. I, we didn't watch the clip when it released like last week. That I am every voice inside your head clip. Yeah. And I saw people talking about it on the timeline on Twitter and everything, but I didn't know that it was Vader's voice in one of them. It was yeah, Snoke's no, voice. Either. It was crazy. Palpatine's voice and Vader's voice. It Are you crazy. kidding me? It was crazy. Z. So I really, really liked that scene because I could, I could, I felt like it makes sense. Like I understood that Kylo would want to destroy any enemy to his power. Yeah. Like I totally get that. That he would seek it, seek Palpatine out. But I don't, I just feel like I, I would have cut so much of this movie out. Yeah. I like, we said before we came in, I like from, cause we were reading like review headlines. We weren't like really diving into a lot of reviews, Mm -hmm. but we were reading headlines and stuff and. We were both talking about it. I was like, I feel like this movie is just so busy that there's, like, no character, like, not enough character moments in it. And the sequel trilogy has really built itself on its characters because they are incredible. And I, there are a lot of really funny things in this movie. I thought that C-3PO was really funny, if not, there was, like, a little bit too much of him in the first. Mm -mm, I disagree. I think C-3PO was great. I thought he was really funny. Um. There was a lot of I um, him, was led to believe that the moment of him losing his memory was going to be way more impactful. There were a lot um, of a fake couple, outs. There was a couple things in this movie that I was like, mm, that was better in the trailer. Yeah. Like the, the TIE fighter scene. That was better in the trailer. More tension. Longer. <laughs> it was longer. <laughs> training. 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 They're training. Which I guess kind of is. I don't know. Um, yeah. There were a lot of fake outs with this film that I don't like are not going to be enjoyable on the second watch like the chewy fake out 
that was like that was such an incredible moment like like an incredibly terrifying I think for Ray and and like for the audience like all of us it was like whoa and like that it didn't obviously I'm glad Chewie lived so I don't want anyone to be like well Caitlin wants to look at dead and that's not it I just thought I was like wow that was so heavy and then like it was a fake out and then and then they did the same thing they did in Force Awakens where C-3PO was like it's highly unlikely that R2 has the plan like the map to Luke Skywalker and then he was like it's highly unlikely R2 storage storage um, is bad bank is so bad and then he's like oh I got it <laughs> um Okay, but let's talk about let's talk about our faves, right? And Ben Solo. <laughs> Charlotte has like tears falling in her eyes. <laughs> okay, that was literally the. Okay, I all I want to watch this movie. This movie expects you to care so much about the trio, which I really like Poe in this movie. I do too. It's just he got so. Much, I'm like, like the. I felt nothing at the hug at the end. Because I was numb from what just happened, but I also, I yeah. felt, like, honestly nothing. And it's it's interesting, the dichotomy between that and uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi is, is like, like, oh, oh my, my god, god, they're back. Yeah, they're back, and Luke is looking at his, parent, or yeah. his parents, or, like, his, uh, you know, his, his Jedi mentors. And then yeah. everyone who means something to him, and then he's also with everyone who means something to him. And yeah. it felt like... I don't, I don't know. I didn't really feel anything. Like, they had great chemistry, and I loved, like, all of these, like, that's the thing. All of these characters are great characters, and they all have amazing chemistry with each other. Like, their time together was good. It's just, I don't know. That wasn't in the other two films, and, like, the relationship that was built up was Ray and Kylo, and, like, Finn and Poe, and Rose, and it, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was like this. Don't even mention the Rose stuff. Mm-hmm. Rose had the smallest amount in this movie. It, I could not believe it. It I was, really couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, surely there is more. And there wasn't. And that that's what I was like. Every time a new cast member was introduced, I was like, who? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> that, like, that is really disappointing. Let's talk about, okay. In the okay, mid- but we haven't even talked about the good boy Ben Solo. Okay, yeah. Redemption. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, before. Okay. In a moment of honesty, on Monday after the premiere... Charlotte and I did not see spoilers, but saw tweets that pretty much confirmed that Ben was going to die. So we have been preparing ourselves all week. Yes. We dissociated from Twitter. We deleted it. Everything is gone. Yeah. The only thing we knew was the fact that Ben died. Yeah, that was the only thing we knew. And so, like, our mind has kind of been going crazy about, like, what's going to happen? How are we going to deal with this? Like, I... And because of it, Caitlin and I have felt, like, kind of numb to this entire experience because... Uh, yeah. It's like, knowing only that piece of information, I was personally like, this movie is just not going to go the way I thought it was going to go, and I am kind of questioning everything. Yeah. I, on Tuesday, I went through literally the, I, seven stages of grief, like, the whole day. I was out doing field survey for work by myself. I was in a car for, like, five hours by myself. I, like, sent a lot of voice memos to Charlotte. I was just like whoa <laughs> like going through the whole thing like denial acceptance grief ang- like all of it mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like the whole and and honestly like you guys know we're not big spoiler people and I like I promised you none of that we didn't know that when we recorded our last Tross episode I feel like some people no, might no, think like we that literally know, was know. like Monday after the after if any the, of you have been on Twitter you guys know that every everyone has been talking about the yeah fact that ben dies. so it was like it was almost unavoidable even though like we should have been off Twitter but 
I, I'm glad we knew. Me too. Because like even knowing, I was sitting in the movie going, maybe like maybe maybe, maybe they were wrong. Maybe it wasn't because like when he when she stabs him for the first time, I was like, oh, me, like this is the death of Kylo Ren and the. I was like, maybe it's just him dying here and like he gets to live in the end, <laughs> and that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's like and this goes back to the trio thing. It's like yes, that is her family, and. But, like, so is Ben Solo, but now at the end, she, like, buried the lightsabers and is on Tatooine by herself? I'll, um, don't, I, uh, really don't think I'll ever get over the fact that she's alone. Yeah, that um, is... Her story started alone, and she's been counting the days. Ben even talked about it in this movie. Yeah. She's been counting the days since her parents, and she, she has been alone. And yet, here she is at the end alone accompanied by what ghosts yeah and and not even her ghost boyfriend literally not even her ghost boyfriend and like bb8 and like i guess poe is okay that she took took bb8 i don't and it's are we supposed to believe that she's gonna live in Tatooine? did she go there just to to bury bury the the lightsabers and she's gonna go away is that like by padme's grave i don't know Shmi's grave. Shmi's grave. Padme's in Newburgh. Yeah, Naboo, which, again, there was no Padme in this episode. I thought I heard her. You might have. I think that I might have. You might have. When she touched, when the first time Ray touches the dagger, I could have sworn it was the audio clip of Padme, Padme. screaming in Anakin's dream. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I, I don't mean, either. We're gonna be seeing it again very shortly. So I just like. I, th- the thing is, it's like, I can't, like, like when I came out of Last Jedi, I was like, there are some things about this movie I don't know how I feel about, but I cannot wait to see all of the Ray and Kylo scenes again. I feel the same way and about this one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's, that's like us being biased because those are our favorite characters. And I feel but of like. of course we're biased. This is like. Well, this is our podcast. Our, yeah. And this is our, <laughs> that's our, that's what we're interested in. Yeah. In that's our favorite thing. Yeah. This movie was just like so bananas. I, like. Okay, there wasn't a casual blood sacrifice, but there was a sacrifice. And I feel like I'm going to count that as a win. (laughs) And we did have, okay. Well, yeah. The moment when she gave him the lightsaber through the force. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that was so good. That That was so good. I was like, and like, it just, like, she sensed him there. And then, Mm -hmm. like, their bond opened and you didn't even need to know, like, you didn't even see it to know that it was happening. I just... I think this movie I think this movie focused on the wrong things. Yeah, honestly. I, I think this movie didn't get enough, give enough time for the things that we all care. And like that's the thing it's like if Poe and Finn and Rose like if it like if they had been that B plot and Ray and Kylo had stayed that A plot, but it was like no, they they JJ and Chris Terrio I think thought that every everything should be an A plot. A plot. There's and no B plot. Yeah, there is no B plot. And I think that is a f- not good. I I always think about George Lucas. Okay, so if you think about like okay, so a New Hope, this is a thing that he's talked about before. In a New Hope, he had one battle. You know, the trench run in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. They had. Cloud City, and then the mm. then the gang trying to escape, and you know the fight, and all these things. So these are going back and forth, back and forth, and then and then Return of the Jedi. He was like he mixed in three separate things: the attack on the tra- the uh, shield generator, 
the fight of the Death Star 2 and the redemption fight in in the throne room with the Emperor. Yeah. And I think that, like, a lot of feedback from that is, like, oh, my God, there's so much going on here. And then in The Phantom Menace, he went with four separate scenes that they were cutting back and forth with. So busy. People were like, this is so busy. I think that they tried to make everything one in this movie. Yeah. And it's just not one. Yeah. Like, I totally thought that, like, Ray and Kylo would be doing the Palpatine thing, which they were, and then everyone else is doing the Resistance thing, which they were, but they're all, like, sharing the same amount of screen time, and I don't, like, it was so much. I just, I, I laughed a lot in this movie. I cried. (laughs) You did not cry as much as me. No, I didn't. But, like. I will later. <laughs> when you have a chance to breathe. Yeah. I don't... We, we didn't cry at the Leia and Luke scene in... Um, no, we didn't. I don't first. think we cried at all, actually, in The Last Jedi. No, we didn't. Maybe just, like, in the crawl or the beginning. But I, I just... think that, like... You know, there's something really... I think that... <laughs> I really do think that everything Ray and Ben in this movie is, like, actually the best. Yeah, but Because, it... again, the whole save people from dying thing, I'll finish what you started... It happened. Yeah, it did. He saved the person that yeah, he, he loved from, from dying. dying. And he finished what Anakin started. Yeah. Which is like, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe we got Hayden Christensen saying, balance the force of, as I have. Yeah. Oh. And we got an Ahsoka voice. We did. We also got a Kanan voice. Kanan voice. Which, wait, we no. got a Kanan voice? Yeah, Kanan was in there. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Kanan was in there and so was Ahsoka. Her. Ezra wasn't in there though. Hashtag voice Ezra. <laughs> Honestly, where is Ezra? Where is he? <laughs> where's, because, hashtag, oh, where's oh, Ben oh, Solo? Honestly, I thought so much of Ezra when Ray approached the oh, worm. Yeah. I was like, this is an Ezra Bridger moment of her feeling the connecting. creature, connecting. And Oh, I, my. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I always think about, like, I can't, first, I cannot believe that we have force healing. We haven't had a chance to talk about The Mandalorian yesterday, but if you guys haven't seen it, force healing happens, and we've been talking about that. And I was like, yeah. Oh my god, this is gonna happen tomorrow. <laughs> it's insane. Um, yeah, I thought about Ezra then. I also thought they they really like oh guys like look to the animation department. Like so many of these scenes and like I mean obviously all the voices is very world between worlds esque. Um, it's not quite. It was world between. It worlds. was between when, world between worlds. It was. It was. I just wanted them to go to like a whole other place. You well, know like, what I mean? What's and, the like, visual dictionary cover then? I don't know. Like, you mean the art of? Yeah, 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 yeah. The art of cover. Sorry, my brain right now. <laughs> the, because like what? I don't know, but I thought about Ezra, like the Palpatine with, I think it was Kylo at the beginning or Ray when she finally gets there, but like the temple that they're in or whatever, it totally looks like that the episode of Rebels when Palpatine is the holograph and then he has Ray's parent or uh, Ezra's parents on the inside. You know, like that whole set, like. Very, very similar to that setup. I just, I mean, yeah. I we got everything we wanted and nothing we wanted. We got everything we wanted, but it, why does it not feel so? I don't know. It doesn't feel so victorious because our heroine did not end up in. She she's right is back. she happy? I it's like a circus. And, you know, there is something about, like, a cyclical story like that. There is. There is. If it's done well, it's, like, there's a bit of, tra- like, 
we always say that Star Wars is tragedy, and it's true because it is. And the reason why, and you know, it's just like the Hades Town song. It's like the reason why we keep watching it is because we hope that it turns out different in the end. And that's how we're gonna feel about the Rise of Skywalker, and I, the very fact that like Ray didn't really get. I I just I in in today's. Like, in t- I'm going to word this wrong and you can come at me, but in today's, like, feminism, I just feel like it is a complete separation of what I would want as a woman. I want to be able to have it all. I want to be able to be with my uh, redeemed soulmate. soulmate. <laughs> redeemed soulmate. My redeemed soulmate, who's literally my bond, my, my force dad. Okay, guys. When they taught, when Palpatine was like, well, now when two become one, I was like, oh, I was like, oh god. my god! But he broke the dyad. Yeah. When he took their life force. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's. That's when I was like, all right, he's really dead. Like then I was like, there's no coming out of this because like he's he's like gone. The dyad is broken. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It just like it baffles me that he they didn't show him at the end. I might just want to watch this entire movie with only cutscenes of them. Right. Yeah. That's the weird thing. It's like... Because that arc is so clear. It's so clear. And every every, That's what... That's what it is. It's like, that arc is super clear, and then the same attention is given to other characters where I just feel like, wait... Well, like, if you watch Poe's arc, it only starts in in the second episode, which, like, doesn't make sense because he was in the first one, too. Whereas, like, with a character like Rose, like, her character... Her arc started in two. It should have been carried into, into three, and it wasn't at all. But then we've got... Jana and Zori Bliss who get like so much time and they were great don't get me wrong but I'm like why that's what that's what like what is the why like Jana none of our speculation about Jana like oh I kind of I mean we kind of got Stormtrooper Rebellion but she wasn't related to Finn no, they're no. not from the same place I guess they're kind of related in the fact no that, they're like, related it's the same we 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 got that it was like they're related no they're not related it's well i mean they're from the the same background yeah exactly and it was like if finn was gonna find a sort of family he found a sort of family in that i I mean he did find a family it's with the resistance but like i think that there is definitely a sort of camaraderie a sort of bond yes a hundred percent almost a sort of no one understands me i mean if if that's the thesis of the statement of this movie that of this movie like no one understands me you know and every uh, like i guess you can look at finn if we look at our like you know main three characters which i still do believe are kylo ren ray and finn um do they all feel that way yes and then i feel like we have well maybe not mm, maybe with finn i feel like it wasn't shown as much but i do think that like him finding Jana and being like, wow, there's more, more yeah. people. I think that, you know, back to what you said before about you were kind of disappointed with Finn and his like, Ray, 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 Ray. I, I feel the same way about that, but I do feel like he found some answers and I felt like so, there was at least some resolution to his, his stormtrooper background that I, mm-hmm. I was worried that wasn't going to happen at all. Yeah, I I did really like that. Mm-hmm. Like the like what you said where he was like there are more like other people, people made the same choice. And I love the idea that like I think that it's very uh new Star Wars to talk about how like everyone has the force and like how you know it's a feeling and yeah, um, the force is like guiding you and I like the idea that like the mutiny that Jana refers to was like 
you know, almost like from like a divine force that like mm-hmm. allowed them. It's a feeling and it's, she can't explain it, you know? I mean, this whole movie, Finn was kind of talking about the force. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but I was like, oh, he just like, like for him, it's like faith almost. But then at the end, he like felt that Ray had died. Yeah. And that was kind of crazy to me. Um, I, I'm still deciding like how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, I, I did really like that he would like there, like you're right with Jana, there is that camaraderie there of like this shared experience that we both made the choice for ourselves to leave the first order. Mm-hmm. And I think that is really great. It's just like, it's so strange that like Finn is juggling basically like three should have been four relationships in this film with Poe, with Jana, with Ray. Should have been with Rose, but there wasn't anything with Rose. I even thought that at the end when he was, like, still on the ship, he was going to be like, remember I love you, or something like that, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. nothing. And then Poe is juggling Finn, Ray, and Zori Bliss, and Leia. He, I loved Poe's stuff with Leia. I thought that Poe and Finn had a really great argument at one point when... What did he say? I think it's, like, when Rey goes to the Death Star by herself and Finn... I actually really loved that. I love that Rey was, like, I'm going. Yeah, I love that. I mean, what's crazy is that, like, this... I mean, this was Rey's, like, darker middle chapter. I think I really support, except for the very end, every single decision that Rey made. Which is, like, I, I felt this real, like, oh, my God, like, finally, I hope that other people are picking up on, like, the fact that... You know, everyone who talks about Rey as a character and they don't know who she is and all these things. Like, all these, you know, deterrents of people who don't like Rey. And I think that it always has always come back to me as, like, Rey's compassion, her unwavering compassion, her unwavering hope in other people. And I felt that in this movie a lot, especially with the worm moment, the mm-hmm. underground worm moment. I felt yeah. like... It's kind of like that Force the Destiny episode. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about that because wasn't it a worm in that, too? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, and I I was thinking about that during the movie where I was like, you know, that and we off we often refer to it as like a really good example of Ray's character compassion. and Ray's compassion and everything and you know, we've spent so long talking about how Ray's unwavering hope in Ben Solo the very fact that she even said like I wanted Ben. Oh yeah, I was like <laughs> She's like, girl, I- you want him. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I wanted to take your hand. I wanted Ben's hand. And- like <laughs> the fact that when Ben I'm sorry I don't mean to like jump around but this is my brain right now but the fact that when Ben comes back first off Caitlin and I were like he's wearing leisure wear <laughs> casual lounge. Ben Solo he's like Solo. and I think that now that I think about it uh, Adam Driver recently had an interview didn't I feel like I sent this to you that he was like if, if you like study all his clothes and like everything even in the first movie it's like all tight fitting and yeah. um everything like that I'm like how did he get off the death star <laughs> i don't know i gotta see it again yeah um but he, the the fact that he had like all the tight fitting clothes and then it kind of got like less and less tight and then we have like literally like pajama dooku version of ben solo <laughs> like we have like casual ben solo in a black t-shirt which again i've talked about this before so glad he's still just wearing a black t-shirt he needed yeah. to wear a black t-shirt i didn't want a white t-shirt no yeah. ridiculous white robes yeah no i had 10 for 10 now yeah yeah that's like that's the crazy also never thing. been more attractive Oh my god! <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Everything about Never. the, the Raylo scenes in this movie were so good. That's the thing. Yeah, except I mean, like, 
they really were like, we're going to give you the kiss, but it is going to effing hurt you. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to watch it a million times over, but I also don't know if I can. (laughs) I just... The The thing is, is that this film spent... What we wanted was a lot of time with redeemed Ben Solo. He had... I'm excited to, like, actually dive into the moment of redemption um, in the future. But that, like, we still have, like, a good, what like, 45 minutes to an hour with redeemed Ben Solo. Like, I guess fighting tooth and nail to get to where Ray is. Like, God, can't wait for that comic. <laughs> um, yeah. But he, like, still had to die. I don't know, like, it would be different if, like, that was his redeeming moment was saving, was, like, giving his life force to Ray. Like, that was his redeeming moment. Like, oh. when he became Ben Solo again. But it wasn't. It came early. I need to watch it again to listen to what Luke said about the lightsaber, about Leia's lightsaber. Yeah. I'm a, I'm still a little confused about that. Um, I... I'm a little... I was really... I don't know if offended is the right word, but it's somewhere on the line of offended that... J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy would say that they're not bringing Leia back in CGI, and then they totally brought Leia back in CGI, and that they were using all footage that was previously shot, but they totally brought her back in CGI. You mean at the end? No, in, like, the flashback sequence with Luke. I I feel like that was... I that I feel like that's from Rogue One. You feel, know what I mean? I just feel like, like I'm model. a little shocked that they would say some one thing and then do another, but, like, I guess I shouldn't even be surprised anymore. I feel... That doesn't bother me because I think that I think I assume that they meant like her full character in yeah. like which I think general. she looked good by the way. I think she did too. I think she was stiff, but there were some lines that I'm like, oh, that was from the deleted scene. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. like I think I th- I think it's as well as it could be, honestly. Yeah. Um And and I, it is it's beautiful that Leia yeah. could train Ray that we have now we have can't which is really interesting in contradicts a little bit in bloodline about leia training but i guess that's what luke said is that they were training and then she stopped she stopped i the line is very strange because i leaned over to you because yeah you were you were like what's the the, the lightsaber it's for my son yeah like luke luke was telling like, ray and he was like was ben even born then no and leia said the this lightsaber like my my journey my lightsaber journey ends with my son or something like that whatever it was it made me th- I didn't hear it clearly but I leaned over to you and because I said does that mean Ray's gonna kill Ben with, with Leia's, Leia's lightsaber I was like mm, what's happening um, well I think that so I think mm, I misheard it yeah I think I misheard it too because I mean is the lightsaber that Ray gives to Ben Leia's it's, lightsaber no it's the legacy, it's le- legacy lightsaber. lightsaber I'm pretty sure it's the legacy and she uses Leia's interesting that lightsaber it belongs to me yeah. Interesting. But, I, like, that's the weird thing. It's, like, they, like, mark... They, it was, I mean, do you remember, like, the discourse around around the legacy lightsaber to the point where Pablo Hidalgo was, like, we all consider it Rey's. Like, it's Rey's. Rey's. But she gets rid of it. She makes her own, which I think is great. But I'm, like, what is she doing now? Is she staying? In ta- and it's yellow. Yeah. It's fine. Um... <laughs> The yellow always just makes me think of, and I think it's, like, kind of supposed to if you're, like, a Star Wars nut like we are, 
always makes me think of like the temple guards yeah which which... i think is like almost what she not in this obviously the same way but it's like if she if all the jedi live in her like she says yeah is she a jedi guard yes yeah you know yeah so of course she would have a yellow lightsaber yeah the, like those are I feel like that is something that like a nitpick of mine that will fade over time you know what I mean yeah um oh can, really cool thing though like speaking of like force powers was when they're fighting on the Death Star and Kylo like pushes her lightsaber blade like do you remember that and it looked jagged for like yeah, a hot like, sec. yeah but it was just like really cool like that he was like pushing the blade itself away like not even her hilt or anything I just thought it was really cool. Like, Ray's anger in this episode was, like, off the charts. Yeah. It was, like, it was really interesting to watch. Like, she was just so angry for most of the film. Yeah. But she had, like, like you were saying, like, those moments of, like, compassion were, like, really... Like, I mean, the fact that she, like, killed Kylo... Yeah. ...is, like, kind of insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, she theoretically, she, like killed Chewbacca and Kylo in this film. Yeah. Thought she did. It's kind of crazy in, like, the way that she, like, did she regret it for Kylo or did she she regret regret it for Leia? I I don't know. I don't... It's also kind of, like, symbolically interesting because that is the moment that Kylo renounces Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. and he becomes Ben Solo again, so then we have a physical, like, murdering of Kylo Ren from... Yeah. Um... From, from Ray, and therefore kind of reviving Ben so he can become Ben, which puts a lot of action in the whole discussion of Ray shouldn't be the one to redeem Kylo, that it should come from him. It puts a little bit of action into the fact that, you know, Ray's wound, like wound of love, um, was, I mean, I don't know, because she healed him. I really do think it is Leia that, you know, and Leia and Han, I guess, both of his parents. I guess, but, I mean, he says it's a memory. Yeah, I just think it's... I, I don't know. I just think it's Are quite you... interesting. Yeah, the the whole... That, like, you know, we've, we've spent two years being, like, no, it has to be Ben, it has to be Ben, it has to be Ben. That, like, makes his own choices. But, of course, like, there's going to be people around him who, like, you know, are catalysts for that choice. But, like, I don't... I never wanted Ray to be, like, the one. But then, at the same time, I... Um, I, I don't like not support what just what happened in this movie. Yeah, that's why I'm excited to talk really in depth about it. I think how did you feel about basically the them repeating the conversation, Kylo and or what conversation? Ben, ben Which and one? Han basically repeating the uh, I thought conversation. it was perfect. I really liked it. I think I think I did too. I really liked it. I think that it was it will give people who really, really hate Kylo in that moment in The Force Awakens some clarity and understanding of what happened in that scene. Well, that's... Yeah. And I think that we now have three movies of Kylo saying, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And, you know, the first movie, we can kind of doubt whether or not he's going to kill his father, what's going to happen on that bridge, and... You know, you and I kind of hold this belief that, you know, he's being serious when he says that. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't know if he has the strength to kill his father. And then, of course, when he immediately, when he does it, he immediately regrets it. You see it on his face, everything like that. And then you have, in The Last Jedi, him saying it again. I know what I have to do, but I don't have the strength to do it. Um, 
Oh no, he says, I don't, I know what I have to do. So it's a little, it's not, not the strength to do it. There's, it's just, I know what I have to do. And it's this like sense of killing Snoke so that Ray and him can be free. And Palpatine does the same thing with Ray. Like the conversation yeah. is very similar to, um, yeah, I, there's a, you know, I think that there's been some conversation about like whether or not this movie was like a big F you to Ryan Johnson and. Um, as a Ryan Johnson fan, I have to say that, like, some of the stuff I was, like, eye-rolling at, but at the same time, I didn't, I don't feel like I was, like, offended as a Last Jedi fan. The way that, the way that they, that's the thing about the Ray Palpatine thing and the way they did it in the movie, it's like, oh, you get the, you get both. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, your parents were nobody, it was your grandfather who yeah. was somebody, and I, I like, I kind of, like... I wish that there was one more line about, like, your father tried to renounce our blood. and Or, like, your father had no power. Or, or your father, like, didn't even know. Fa- was it his father? Or yeah, was the, the mother? yeah, they mentioned the father. I don't remember. Um, wish it was the mother, but it's fine. Whatever. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to blow past it. <laughs> going to blow right on past it. I feel like the... There could, uh, one more line of, like, your father was powerless and he had no idea. I just, like... Like, I think would have been itself interesting... And I now think that there's going to be, like, so much exploration. Like deal with, like, who is the grandmother. <laughs> that 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 was honestly one of my biggest deterrents to the Ray Palpatine theory. He was like, that means we have to decide, find out at some juncture in time, undoubtedly, who mrs emperor palpatine was it's so gross and i just don't care. like that it's not that i don't care i'm a little grossed out yeah <laughs> i yeah the the thing is is like with ray and kylo there i loved like with the redemption i thought that like for as much as kylo was like prodding ray with her, like, soft spots, you know, like, are you still marking the days yeah, on the I kind wall? Yeah, I was really frustrated by that. I was frustrated, too, and I, and, like, I don't know, I expected Ray to, like, give a little bit more back. That's kind of, like, I, I've been looking forward to the trash talk so much, and, and it she, felt like it was just from his side, but as someone who was so angry throughout this movie, I kind of expected a little bit more from Ray in the, with the trash talk. Yeah, and she just, like, reacted yeah. to it. She didn't, it wasn't like a, yeah, I'll tell your mom you said that, or, like, <laughs> when... I don't know. Like, so many of their conversations I really loved. And, like, you could kind of always tell that Kylo was coming at it from an angle of, like, I still want you with me. Yeah. And he's, like, just trying to, like, get in her head more. Well, it's interesting because we start the movie with him saying that, like, he wants to kill Palpatine. And I think throughout the movie, I don't think that I was thinking that, like, oh, he's doing Palpatine's bidding exactly. I think he is, like, yes, he's carrying out what Palpatine asked him to do with the end goal being them both killing Palpatine and being together. Yeah. And I think that obviously those motives were clouded and wrong because then the end goal of that is an empire that they, that they themselves run. But I don't think that, I don't know. I never thought that like Kylo is carrying out specifically what Palp, like the only reason why Kylo is doing any of this is because of Palpatine. I think it was more like, it was a, a lust for power. A, l- a little and a bit, less, like, like, double agent situation. But, like, for himself, not for the resistance. Yeah. For oh, my like, God. Speaking of double agent, let's talk about Hux being a oh spy. Oh, my God. Charlotte, like, when they were like, there's a resistance spy, Charlotte goes, it's Hux. <laughs> All the camera zeroes in on him. It's so funny. And then, um, like, when they have the line of, like, 
I think the mask is great. I'm like, Hux would never say that. Like, what what the hell is he doing? I just think it's so funny. And we were like, oh my god, he's getting a total callous moment. And then Pride shoots him and we're like, oh, it's done. (laughs) I liked liked Pride. Yeah, I liked Pride too. I liked Hux. Um, Knights of Ren did nothing. Thank god, honestly. Like, what would you have cut to give more time to the Knights of Ren? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. It's just so funny them all standing there watching the helmet be reconstructed. I'm like, who are you? Why are you all here? <laughs> um, I think yeah. I need to like I watch need to watch it again because even Adam being like, the helmet's gonna mean something. The helmet's gonna mean something. I'm like, did, did it? You know what I mean? Like I think that yes, like the the sentiment and the artistic value behind it is conceivable, yeah. of course, because you know JJ even said that and everything. It, but I don't. I think that maybe he was referencing the fact that Ben Solo is, like, relaxed Ben Solo, but, like, I don't... Casual wear. Because that's, that's what I'm thinking about in, in that conversation about, like, the clothing and everything that I referenced a couple minutes ago. Yeah. About, like, the tight clothing to loose clothing, mm-hmm. where I'm, like, is the helmet, like, a constraint, again, that needs to be removed? Yeah, and that was the thing. It was always, like... That's why I said, like, I think that, like, from Adam's comments, it was like, oh, so maybe he does something heroic in the helmet. Right. But he doesn't. Also, what was surprising is that the uh, destroying Vader's helmet wasn't, like, a like a thing. I wish it was. Me, too. That was one of the things, too. It's, like, where Ray, Where I, I definitely thought it was going to be a situation where Ray is, like, you, you're, like, talking that thing. It's not even real. Like, blah, blah, blah. And Kylo's, like, no. Or and she's, like, I'll help you destroy it. Like, yeah. There's even the scene that after the I'm every voice inside your head where Kylo is, like, touching the helmet. Yeah. And I guess that that's him supposed to be reflecting on the fact that he just heard that, like, the voice that was that he heard before that, that he was talking to in The Force Awakens isn't the voice that he thought it was at all mm-hmm. um, because of what we just learned from Palpatine that, you know, obviously that that thing was possessed, which we always thought it was. Yeah. And I think that it's an interesting thing. I would have liked to spend maybe, you know, 35 more seconds in that scene <laughs> of just just a modest 35 seconds. You know, this movie could have been two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes, and I don't think any of us would bat an eyelash. I think we would have been like, oh, that's a long movie. But I think that, like, extending some of these meaningful scenes, like, with our main characters, I think would have had a lot of payoff. But it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... Like, I I think that, you know, maybe that scene is fine, given the fact that everything else in this movie is kind of just told to us. Yeah. Like, maybe that's fine. I'm really excited to see Ray and Ben again. I can't believe the kiss happened. Oh, my God. I know. After spending the fa- the past, like, four days being like, Kylo's dying. We're not going to do it. Yeah, anything that well, we Well, and the fact that they were, we were so antagonistic for. for a lot of the movie, I, yeah. I was like, and that's oh, why, it's and not that's happening. That's why I was worrying when I saw the Ray and Finn stuff. Because I was yeah. like... And then when Finn was like, there's something I have to tell you. What do you think that thing was? I don't know. It really bothers me. Do you think it's like, I'm feeling the force? Maybe that. I bet that's it, actually. I bet yeah. that's it. Yeah. Because then I think about Resistance Reborn and that conversation. And I'm like, what the hell is that conversation? I yeah, guess the conversation... I didn't really get my conversation, which is sad. Yeah, it's really friggin' sucks. Yeah. That, that's that's a bummer. I just thought about that. It's a big bummer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's my big bummer. Your no big... Stormtrooper Rebellion. I was going to say it was a vision. Dark Ray. Um, 
you know what? I'm still okay with it because I think that the sentiment remains of Ray confronting that anger that's inside of her, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I really kind of wanted out of the Dark Ray situation of a character um, like Ray, anyone has this like anger inside of them and that they can kind of, you know, rise above it. Yeah. I think that's exactly what happened here. And that's why I think that the Ray Palpatine thing isn't the worst thing ever, even though I'm, I'm not a fan of it. And I think it's dumb and we, people laughed, like we said. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's honestly kind of a beautiful sentiment of you have something inside of you that's inherently evil. Palpatine being the grand puppet master to the point where his character design is literally a puppet. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) they can't get more on the nose with that. Yeah. And that you can have that inside of you, that that can be you, that can be something that, you know, the force users around you clearly knew. Like, she was like, Luke, you knew Luke? And Luke was like, yeah, we knew and so did Leia, but that doesn't really define you. And I like that. And I like that you can have something inside of you. It's just interesting given, like, I guess they never, well, I don't know why they would have told Han, because Han's whole thing is like, there's too much Vader in him. Yeah. He, that's, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like. Oh, that's a, that's a little contrary to what we know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With, with like, the, ben, we should clarify, Caitlin and I are having, like, a look here, and it might not be over clear over audio, but, like. The idea that, like, you can train Ray Palpatine, but struggle with Ben Solo, who has Vader inside of him. Yeah, but that's not what Leia says. That's the thing that I'm like, well, maybe... Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, that's what Han says, and that's... And, like, I don't know. I don't know. And it's still, like, a major question to me about, like, our original crew and, like, what they know about what happened in... And we also got zero resolution between Luke and Ben. There's no see you around, kid. Yeah, really frustrating, too. Okay, but Luke was going after that guy. Like, this is... I'm, like, very confused on, like, what this whole trajectory is. So, Ray's parents hid her from OG? Was that his name? Yeah. OG? Ray's parents hid her from OG. Why do they need to have that character like that? I'm sorry. I don't understand. Luke was going after with the dagger, but OG wanted to take Ray to Palpatine. Right. Luke was traveling with Lando. OG. Was he? I thought he was traveling with Lando and they were going after OG. The very fact that we're confused by this is a and problem that, of and the that script. This is just like buried within the plot of this There's film. So much dialogue. Like, and also basically no Ben Solo dialogue. No but I do moment. Yeah, very sad about that. Um yeah, there's very little Ben Solo dialogue. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna need some time. <laughs> yeah. I I will go out on a limb and say this is my least favorite sequel trilogy movie. And I don't think it'll ever be my favorite. Yeah, no. I think that they're my favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really excited for a super cut. <laughs> give me that super cut. Can't wait for those fan vids. <laughs> give me all the about- fan vids. <laughs> Kayla and I have been talking about the fan vids forever. We're like, except like that's the thing. It's like the kiss is so good, but then he just at the end, and then he's not even a force ghost at the end. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Episode ten, baby. Yeah. 
Let's bring him back. <laughs> Let's bring him back. I'm, I'm totally ready to bring him back. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Is he in the world between worlds? Oh my god, he's with Ezra. I'm never gonna get off this world between worlds hype train. Just so you all know, because. Now I have reason to, because he did People are going to say that it didn't happen, but I swear it happened. World Between Worlds was hinted at at this Oh, it's definitely hinted at. And given the fact that the Force Bond, which is, that's what's so interesting, is that, like, this movie defined the Force Bond in a way that I didn't necessarily want. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't, the thing I didn't like is that it didn't make clear if this Force Bond had been continuing or if, like, the first one we saw was the first one that's happened. Like, like, we miss no force bonds, basically. That's Ugh, I just love that they're powerful together. Yeah. <laughs> makes me, it makes me feel really, honestly, validated by our whole episode about the rule of two. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that literally came out of Palpatine's mouth and this whole, like, redefinition of the rule of two in this way. But then he breaks the dryad and she's alone. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I I, I I just like I really just don't understand this idea that you can't have it all that you can't be with the one that you love, but yeah, and I, that you are power was strong like so strong together that like what he could break that he could break that Palpatine won Palpatine won yeah I guess he broke it he broke yeah. them and he didn't win but uh, he kind of did as far as like Ray and, and Kylo, Kylo are concerned yes also we didn't get the line you're coming together will be your undoing yeah but yeah. I guess it happened. The deleted scenes are going to be off the chain. Are they? Yes, they are. I God, I hope so. Yeah. You, you better give me a freaking Ben Solo documentary is all I'm saying. Well, we saw we, in the credits a documentary. Mm-hmm. We've been deprived of a lot of Adam Driver behind the scenes content. Not Adam Driver is just like, you know, he's on, you know, Mount Everest of popularity at this point right now. Like right now in time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Did Star Wars use him to the best of his, their ability? I'm honestly not sure. I think that he was maybe I think I honestly think Daisy Ridley did a really good job in this movie oh yeah I think she but was I think that you know people are still going to talk about how good of a character Adam Driver was in this movie yeah I mean I mean you think about it it's like there what there was 13 minutes of Ben in, of Kylo in The Last Jedi yeah and that's probably comparable in this movie Pro- there's more probably, but not. I think there's more actually. I think th- I think you're. Right. I think there's more, but com- again, yeah, like the, everything the, is a plot. The, yeah. And so everyone's getting the same amount of time, and I'm like, does everyone need the same amount of time? No. No, I don't think so. Like the for me, the important things it's about just messy, messy. The, yeah. the script is messy. For me, the important things like about Poe or his relationship to like Leia and like taking on that responsibility. So which I like. I liked that. Loved those. when he and when he had that moment of regret of we're down, we're not going to win this. Yeah. And he was like, I'm sorry, guys. I yeah. thought I could do it. I was like, this is what I wanted out of Poe. It was because really this, good. this is exactly what I needed from Poe. And then, you know, there's the beat, and then, of course, you see everyone. Yeah, like, why couldn't we have just, like, like stayed with those moments? Why did we need this whole other thing with Zori? Yeah. I really thought that they were going to, with the mention of Janna and, like, the mutiny... I really thought that they, like, maybe this is just my naivete, but, like, when Finn was like, there's one thing I have to do, I was like, are you going to go, like, help the stormtroopers that are fighting against you? I still get kind of this weird, sick feeling in my stomach when I see Poe and Finn in the, yeah in, in the, you know, in a destroyer. At some point in the film. <laughs> shooting storm, like, stormtroopers. 
Yeah. Or I'm just like, yeah, I understand that's what you have to do. Like, I get it. It's a war. It's a war. It's a war. And it's bloody. And it's bad. But there's, like, you know, they made a joke about, like, where people come from and how, you know, you have this, which I think is, again, the theme of the movie and how you can, like, always choose who you want to be. Like, it's just, like, it's so Spice he- Runner. It's so heavy-handed. It's so heavy-handed. It's so heavy-handed. That, like, I, I thought that perhaps with that mention and the introduction of Janna that maybe, you know, you know, 10 stormtroopers that, that they could have converted to their side would have been nice. It's funny. <laughs> the Sith troopers? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> the like, Sith troopers are the new, like, basically the new Zuvia. <laughs> yeah. I still am, like, a little con- confused. Like, I understand that, like, as someone who is, you know, pretty well-versed in Star Wars, I, I'm like, yeah, the contingency plan. Like, I get it. You know? Like, yeah. that, all that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like yes, but I, I is that does that land for the general audience? Because there's no like idea. there's a couple things in this movie where I was like, will that land for the general audience? Yeah, there's. I'm like I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. This was this was this was a messy movie. And then like even Palpatine at the end with like I thought it was really cool this arena situation, where but are like those all ghosts, ghosts are they just. Like Sith. Well, we talk about this all the time. They're not going to be ghosts because Sith can't come back as ghosts. Well, we talk about this all the time about like these Sith temples that we've seen in so many other animated features. And it's like, surely, like, there's not just two Sith building these temples. Like, there had to have been a lot of Sith at one point and a lot of Jedi, too. So are these, but they're not ghosts. Like you said, they're not Force ghosts. Were they all just like resurrected, too? That's what, are, are they just like, figments of imagination almost like darth bane and yeah and uh mount uh morband morband mustafar malachor or morband take your pick morband yeah that's our pick <laughs> we got no visit to mustafar no i almost thought the planet on the in the very in the very beginning yeah i was like oh my god Whoa. it's mustafar yeah um yeah, this this was a messy movie with definitely some standout moments. And I thought that the ending, again, I think that, like, an understanding of, like, healing the galaxy would have been better than basically the same thing that we saw in Return of the Jedi of, like, yeah. going to planets that were only in the original trilogy. Yeah. Bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only thing I could say. Bummer. It's like, okay. Yeah. Um, no Naboo already. I know we could have no Coruscant like no so Coruscant. easy. Uh, I will I mean, say I am appreciative of the Lando time. I thought he was well used. I didn't think it was too much. I thought he was great. Yeah, I thought he was great. I was really worried about Lando. Honestly, I, th- I think if you guys have been listening, you know that I was always like, I'm gonna spend so much freaking time with Lando, and it's gonna be like no, so fan servicey, and it wasn't. I thought he was. I really liked Lando, and I didn't um, feel like. You know, there was a point where I was like, oh, they're only bringing back Lando because Leia and Luke and Han are all gone. And I I still didn't really feel that way. Mm -hmm. I really liked his conversation with Poe when Poe was with Leia. Uh And he was like, how did you guys do it? And he was like, we just did it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I really liked that. Um, So... And I like the idea, too, that, like, Lando and Luke were on this, like, adventure together. Love that. Yeah, I thought that was... Like, I hope you see that story at some point, too. It was fun. I'm thinking about um, the next continuation of the Ben Solo story and how amazing it would be since he didn't, we didn't see him as a Force ghost, him going through these afterlife trials 
akin to the Yoda arc, and we see him become the master of two worlds in the same way at the end of his hero's journey. And I feel like I am satisfied that him being, like, reborn and then giving his life to Rey is a in a definition of a master of two worlds in the hero's journey, the like Campbellian hero's journey that I'm referring to at the very end. Yes. I think that that, yeah, I know you're with me. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, yes, we know. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I just feel like I would like a more forcey exploration of that with Ben. And I think that that would be that there's room for that. Yeah. I think so too. It's Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be great if you, like, in an almost Dante's Inferno type purgatory well, remember situation? remember all of the... Before we knew what happened with Ahsoka, all... Oh, my God. World Between Worlds could save us. <laughs> oh, my God. Rey could find, find the World Between Worlds, worlds and, and like, Ezra just take Kylo out of the... Maybe situation. that's what happened! No, but no, maybe that's what happened! That's why we didn't see him at the end! No, he's gone! He's gone! Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. So, like, so, she waits. <laughs> so, like, Ray finds out the se- more secrets to life, and then she goes, goes back, back to the moment when life. after they kiss, and he's, like, alive, and then she takes him out. That's exactly what happened. That's that's it, guys. We solved it. <laughs> Fix it, fake. Who needs them? We fixed it ourselves. <laughs> and you know what? Animation department. Look to the future for this. Uh, Star Wars. Oh my god, what are we even saying anymore? We're so co- we're co- this is coping. Yeah. <laughs> it's working though. It's really working. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a thought about that, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, so we're gonna be seeing it again real soon and I am interested to see how I feel about it the second time around. Yeah, will we have more thoughts? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. That's I didn't. I didn't think my thoughts would change a whole lot after the Last Jedi, but they did. They totally did. They totally did. So with I, Star Wars movies, we say this all the time. We need to yeah. follow our own advice. You need to see things twice. You do. You do. They yep. Still, don't <laughs> think this is going to be my favorite movie. However, no. it will have some of my favorite moments. Yes. That I will watch over and over <laughs> and over again. The, Basically, the entire. I. You know what? The third act of this movie is really, really. The good. The third act is really except good. except for the very end. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like our favorite character is Kylo Ren and what we've been hoping for happened. And everything that we wanted happened, but nothing that we wanted happened. But the it's it's I should stop saying everything because I think we really wanted a deliriously happy ending with yeah, Kylo and Rey or Ben and Rey. And like everyone too. And everyone too in an acceptance the fact of that Ben. Like Finn and Rose didn't even hug at the end of this movie. I just it's, it's ridiculous. It's <sighs> Okay. <laughs> I am really really happy with how things came and went with some of my favorite characters. I'm sad that Kylo has died. But, you know, I, we said it on our, like, four-hour Tross thing. Like... Redemption is number one. Redemption is number one. And if it was... I think I said if it was sacrificial love and he died for something he loved, I would be okay with it. And I think I need to live by those words because right now I mean, it, it's a little raw. But I think that, like... Yeah, I th- but would the, if the alternative was such, like if he just died and wasn't redeemed and um, didn't have any sort of come to Jesus moment, none of that. Yeah, no. Then I, 
I would be so mad. So I need to, like, I think I need to take a little bit more perspective and think that, like... I... Yeah. That, like, you know, his sacrifice allows the Jedi Order to live on. Because if all the Jedi live in Rey, like she says. I know that it will be moderately okay in the future. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way right now. I know, which we knew would happen. Yeah. So, like, this is expected. Um, but, yeah. I'm really excited to talk, dive really deep into this movie. I think I am, too. No, I am. I, I am. am. I just, I'm worried about what we'll find there. <laughs> I think we'll find goodness. I think we will, too. I, I think, think we'll find goodness in our favorite parts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. So weird. This is, like, the weirdest feeling. It's the strangest feeling. And I think this is also just, like, it's part of an ending like there's something about like resolutions that are really hard to swallow that yeah like, just any, in general just in general that like something is ending it's like a graduation or something it's like yeah it's, just, it's like it's just hard to say goodbye to your favorite characters and your memories and mm-hmm. all your expectations yeah and I think that we're dealing with that right now a little bit a hundred percent. I'm not trying to rationalize whether this movie is good or bad. I'm not. I'm just trying to, like, work through my own feelings about, like, judging a film off of one viewing mm-hmm. and knowing how much this movie means to us in our life and, like, you know, everywhere and how hard it is to wrap something up. I do think that I just, like, I'll never get over the ending. I think that never, never is a big word. I'll have a I'm going to continue to have a really hard time with it yeah but I um still love what this movie gave us I do yeah I love I love yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah the ending is is I mean Caitlin real is canon Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's always been canon. I mean, <laughs> it's always very been canon. canon. Very yeah. canon. Very, but it's like it's very canon. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the weird thing. It's like we go th- like our top three on our wish list were granted. But I think that's what expectations does to do to you. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like you're saying, like this movie is so hard because it is the ending. It's never going to. On Blast Points' episode, they, so good. which is really good. This this week came out as like your you know trust like preparation survival guide. guide. Survival guide and. You know, I think that Jason and Gabe both had a lot of really great words to say about how, like, this movie itself has so much riding on it because they decided that it was going to be the ending. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, they don't they didn't really necessarily need to do that, but it was like, it could just have been the ending of the trilogy, but they had to go in ahead and say that it was the ending of the Skywalker saga, which means that they have to, like, wrong the rights of the past. And therefore, the expectations on this movie are just so high because not only the expectations itself in the, in the screenplay and the script and everything, mm-hmm. it's like, as an audience member, there's so many things on your wish list that you would consider a wrong that needs to be righted. And yeah. it's not going to satisfy everyone. It's just not. Yeah. And they said, yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's it's so good. It, like, really calmed me down. <laughs> it helped us a lot in the whole I listened, Kylo dying three I listened, days of our life. <laughs> I listened to it twice. Um... They were talking about how, like, everyone came in, is coming in to trust, uh, like, their expectations are built off of their reactions to The Last Jedi, 
whether it was positive or negative, and usually you fall into one or two camps, there are the lucky few that are somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that, like, carries your reaction to Last Jedi, carries you into your expectations for trust, which I think was a really wise thing to say. And then they also said um, about... Like, that this movie was never going to please anybody. And they're like, if it's just okay with the majority of people, too. Like, that's huge. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, the the expectations on this film are crazy. And it was... the guy. I have to say, the guy next to me was, like, laughing at a lot of stuff. It was actually quite annoying. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was, like... I think that that... It's just interesting to consider, like... You know, Kayla and I walked into this movie excited, eager for any little new piece... Like, any new nugget... Anything that is, like, brought up, you know, okay, I, at least me, like, I kind of, like, lean in and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so interesting. I can't believe they did that. I can't wait to talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what happens in my brain. The guy next to me, you know, in small things, like, even with, like, the Knights of Run or anything, he, like, saw them and he, like, laughed. And I was like... Just like a rap. You know, and I don't, I don't know. I just... It, I shouldn't talk about anyone else's, like expectations and I don't know what yeah, he, yeah a relationship to the sequel trilogy or anything and like I don't know um I don't know it's just it's interesting watching something with a general audience sometimes and I I feel like people come into things and so, sometimes I feel like people forget that Star Wars is super goofy like yeah of course they're gonna have like a black helmet with like this red helmet sticking out of it and it's gonna look stupid but it's like it's funny <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's that's what Star Wars is, is like it's just kind of like dumb but we love it. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> I just I feel like I'm gonna be working out my feelings for this movie for a long time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think and I think it's definitely my least favorite with my face some of my favorite moments. Yeah, like I'm still like oh my god. I am going to be mourning Ben Solo. I don't know if I'll ever get over it. Yeah. Because there's part of me that feels like it's unresolved. So, yeah, just because I'm of how their, how their conversations went throughout the film and the fact that we don't see him at the, at the end, end or like in the homestead with Ray. I don't know. <laughs> I think that we all thought that it was going to be quite ambiguous with him or with them, really. I think we were like, it's going to be super ambiguous with them. And here we have it with being ambiguous with just him. Just him. And I guess we have to live with that for years. Until for, like, they, a long time. Until they decide to revitalize this. Or in three years, if they're, like, Ben Solo traveling to the Force World Trilogy by Ryan Johnson. My God, yes! <laughs> but then it's, like, is Ray even in that? I hope so. But she said that her contract is up. But they could pay her a bajillion dollars and get her back. Yeah. If Harrison Ford can come back, so can Daisy Ridley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't believe that happened. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm okay. so excited to talk about this with other people. Yeah, me too. And see what everyone else thought. Even though, you know, the cesspool that is discourse online can be really, really hard and really, really rough. And but it's also super cathartic. It is super cathartic. Like, just talking about your feelings, talking about your frustrations, things that you love, sharing, you know, the the, the world of fan art and fan works and um, everything is what... I need to cope with a movie that killed their abuse survivor, but uh, <laughs> it's 
us so much. She left our scavenger <laughs> alone, alone again at the end. She's not even like with Finn and Poe. I yeah. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I, and uh, there was no Rose and Rising. Oh my God! You're so right. <laughs> ah, so annoying. <laughs> Oh my I'm God. laughing, but I'm so, so angry. So angry, so angry. <laughs> Literally, hashtag where's Rose. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we should go on Twitter. Yeah. And see what's going on. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back. We'll probably have more thoughts after the next movie. If yeah. we don't, we'll see you next time. And may the force be with you. May the force be with may you. <laughs> Okay, so we just got out of our second viewing. It is now 2.14 a.m. We're very tired, so just an FYI, we're sitting in Caitlin's car. Again. Again. And Which, you know, is an improvement from last year, because or last Jedi, because at this time we were sitting on the side of the highway right, outside Waffle House. House. Yeah. So. Okay, so second time, I can't say that Caitlin and I were, like, really, you know, jazzed about going back into the movie theater. I think we we just kind of... On our last Jedi one, we were like, we're not going to do double showings ever again. We need to let a movie breathe. And there's merit to that discussion, but it didn't (laughs) happen. And yeah, it didn't happen. And I just feel like I felt, and I don't think Caitlin is on the same page as me, but it's okay. I felt like I, which is like only natural, I felt like going into this movie and leaving the second viewing, I feel like I am still obviously processing it but I I liked it better yeah I think I'm still processing it too I think I inherently like it better any movie on the second viewing because you just get it yeah I get it like I know where we're going I don't have this like like with Star Wars because we're so emotionally invested in it I don't have this anxiety about it um and I think I said this like a couple months ago is like the first viewing is gonna be horrible just because it's gonna be like so I'm going to be so anxious throughout the whole thing. And even though I did kind of, you know, we knew that Ben was going to die or had pretty much confirmed it. Um, I was deep, 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 deep denial, but like, (laughs) you know, Twitter tweeted and we were all like, okay, I guess it's going to happen. Um, but even then, like the first year I was just like, so anxious about like, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Oh, this is it. You know, whereas this time I could like, I guess, relax a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's, it's still, I don't know, I feel like I still have the same opinion of it. Like, I, I really liked the things I really liked, and I really didn't the things I didn't. I think the second viewing, for me, just emphasized more how convoluted and busy this plot was. Where there are several moments that Caitlin and I were turning to each other like, wait, what? Like, it's even so confusing, like... And I'm not, I'm not going to remember all of it because it is like 2.30 in the morning. But like Palpatine talking about Ray, like in the beginning, his whole thing is like, Kylo, you have to kill Ray, you have to kill Ray, you have to kill Ray. And then she gets there and he's like, I don't want to kill you. I want you to kill me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's very confusing. And then you and I were talking about this in the movie <laughs> quietly um, about the, the time they, situation. they have kind of introduced in the movie, it's very subtle and then it's not subtle, uh, like the fact that they have like a certain amount of time to do things. And it just, you know, I think that they're trying to go for the pressure cooker kind of vibe of like, 
they have to do rush to do this thing to carry out this thing in time for this thing but you know there were several moments where it's like we have only 16 hours we have eight hours and yeah I, the first time Poe said we have 16 hours I was like until what I know I was like and I guess it was like Caitlin and I were like when the ships leave leave ex exigal exigal I think Kate. it sounds like icicle. <laughs> I like the name. It sounds like Exodus to me. I think but, it sounds like icicle. And I think that like totally works. But it I, does. I think that like I But they had that one ship that goes to Zori Zori Bliss's planet and blows it up. Like it left before the sixteen hours were up. <laughs> I don't know. It just it felt like they were trying to so do the weird. whole thing in The Last Jedi of how amazing that pressure cooker was of like we're running out of fuel our fuel reserves are on x mount and all yeah, these things and pe- it was like people give that a lot of crap so you better give this crap too because they were they were like and i don't mean that you shouldn't like i don't know um <laughs> it's, it's like guys. i know <laughs> i'm sorry i like don't want people to be like like retaliation like um, the flaws of the last jedi versus the flaws of the no, rise that's of skywalker not, that's not a right way to think about something no, but i do not. think it's interesting that like that was something that was picked apart for honestly, for a reason that I don't understand, since I do think that that's a really good plot device to understand the mm-hmm. timing between everything, yeah, and it wasn't done well, and I don't think it's really like necessarily done well here. But the reason I wanted to record this because I don't know if we wanted to is because I don't think Ben is actually dead. No, I don't, I don't think he is either. And I like we just before our second our second viewing our first viewing we said that. He's probably lost in the world between worlds or something, but everything gets really, really fishy when you consider Leia and her body, and her body not disappearing until Ben's body disappears. Very sweet. Yeah, we saw this thing on Twitter, too, that talked about it a little bit, too. It's from a Tumblr, Raylo Josh Ruffles. And she said, I've seen it and I have hope. Why wouldn't Ben be a force ghost? They mentioned the force transference thing a few times. Surely that's not just so Palpatine can be resurrected fully. Ben disappeared at the same time as Leia, who already knew her Jedi path would end where her son died. Uh, She had already died before him, but her body didn't disappear until he died. Then it happened simultaneously, so she was already dead, but she had one last thing to do for him. Force transference. I believe in that moment she she saved him. He's stuck somewhere to heal, but he can be resurrected. Where she disappears, when she disappears, Maz Kanata stood right there and smiles. Maz is the one in TFA who mentions about Ben being brought back. Leia somehow protected him with her last Jedi act. Rey is the one who can bring him back fully. And you know what? 10 for 10 agree. <laughs> I totally agree. And I think that it's, I don't know, I just think it's, like, really interesting because, to me, that, like, fully goes with the Hades and Persephone myth, to be mm-hmm. honest, because at this point, right now, in this juncture, at the end of the movie, it's Ray returning to, like, bring peace to, like, a, like a, a time-ridden Tatooine. And, like, if... Wait, what do you mean by time-ridden? That place is, like, well, desolate. Is she returning peace? bringing peace to Tatooine? I mean, I don't really know, but, like, I... Because I, I really don't understand the ending, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Again, 2.30 in the morning. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> rationalize her as a, a the Persephone figure, and then mm-hmm. Kylo as the Hades figure who's stuck in a location, and only yeah. in one of the parties, a.k.a. Persephone, a.k.a. Rey, can only see Hades at a certain... Time. ...juncture. Yeah, maybe a certain and place. A certain place... Yeah, maybe that plays into it. Yeah, and so I think about, like, if if the, I don't know, if the, the ending of the Skywalker saga ends with, like, 
Ray looking at the twin suns, which again, it's always fascinating when Ray went from looking at one sun in on Jakku to looking at two suns in Tatooine. I think that it's a little obviously. I think it's regressive, but if you want to analyze it, it's interesting that like. She goes from looking at sons that are alone to looking at twin sons mm-hmm. that are are definitely not. There's also like gonna be honest. Like, can we talk about the Ray on on Pasana looking at the babies? Yeah, we can. She was on Pasana looking at a lot of babies, and you know, there's so, there's like no moments of breath in this movie, but mm-hmm. they definitely pause to look at Ray yearning for family. Which I think is really interesting. I still don't really know what I think about it and what I think it mm-hmm. means, but I definitely think that it's something to unpack. I do think that looking at twin sons is something to unpack as well, given what that meaning becomes for Luke when he's looking for the hope for the future, where yeah. it's almost like looking at his he, he himself as a twin, looking at twin sons. There's something there. Yeah. It goes with the rule of two. It's just so interesting that they really do focus so much. They say it a couple times, like... There's a dyad. It's the two of us. It has to be the two of us. Oh, the two of you come together. Two becomes one. Yeah, two, two becomes com- one. Yeah, it like they say it again, like very kind of over the head. But then she is just by herself at the end. So that seems. I think that's. I mean, I think that's the frustrating thing. It's like, if if that is true, do they already have that story planned, or are they just leaving it open ended? It's frustrating if, like, that's not already in the works because this is such an important character and to leave him just, like, kind of open-ended like that, I think is really frustrating. And maybe that will be proven wrong, like, next year at Celebration and they're like, it's already filmed or, like, (laughs) something crazy like that, you know? Um, And then I can, you know, the cloud music will play. (laughs) (laughs) And I will totally be okay with that. (laughs) I don't know. Like, are we moving into a part of the Skywalker uh, story that now that Ray is not, I mean, I guess she is a Skywalker. <laughs> we were talking about this when we were walking out, and I was like, you, effectively, they just couldn't decide on what to name her, so they gave her all the names. It's kind of laughable. It, no, it's very, very laughable. She's Ray Palpatine, she's Ray Skywalker, she's Ray Nobody, and then you were like, and I guess she's still connected to Ben, so like, she could she be, ever be Ray Solo. She could also be, be Ray Solo, too. So they were like, you know what, F it, let's just give her all the names. <laughs> I don't know, like, I just, I felt so, such despair in my first viewing, and I felt a little glimmer of hope mm-hmm. with whatever is happening in the Force for with Ben and this sort of transference of life, this force transference. Because, like, what is this movie saying about the force? I think it's saying a lot of different things about, like, the... uh, Even, like, the thousand generations live in you and everything. I think that we will give ourselves some time to think about that and do a whole weird force stuff episode on it. But I think that it's just... I don't know. I just think it's, like, it's really... If the main thing that this movie showed, which it did, like, several times, is, like, force healing, and one transfers the life into the other, but, like, is that really it, given the fact that Leia's body remained there? I mean, how odd was it that they covered her body with a sheet for several scenes in a long period of time? Yeah, like, until, how much time has Until she, she disappeared at the same time as their son. So they're waiting for they her to disappear. Yeah, but, like, what's the reason for that? Are they really exiting and leaving the, like, 
the world together, which in in a lot of ways is like very beautiful, and I like that on mm-hmm. its own. But I I think that with something so open ended and something so tragic, I have to I have to think that there's a glimmer of hope. Yeah, I definitely think there is. It just yeah, it's it was like so fleeting that that's the frustrating thing. It's like there wasn't like she didn't even. It wasn't like a no or like a. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, there wasn't anything. I don't need that. I I think I do. Like, I, and I wanted that from Ben, too. Like, when he was, like, coming up to her, I wanted him to be like, no, no, like, this can't happen. Or, like, I think, like, it worked. Mm-hmm. It, I think it worked. Like, I think the scene is beautiful. I really do. I just, like, I don't know. Like, it I'm was sure so that, abrupt. I'm sure they filmed several versions. I'm sure because, they did. Because I have to, I have to imagine, I think about late Daisy's line that was, like, are, is, are apologies ever enough? Will actions speak louder than words? Mm-hmm. And to me, we really only got the, will actions speak louder than words? Yeah, he didn't really say Rather than apologies. And I, I just have to wonder, like, what they cut in terms of Ben's lines. Because mm-hmm. I think that's definitely something they definitely did since But I Do is not in the movie. Yeah. And I, I just, like, I wonder what's included in there. And I do think that JJ has some, like, propensity to... Uh, remove some of those like maybe over the head type lines for Kylo Ren himself because I think that he and some creatives think that there's like a, a better like villainous mystery to Kylo in his like I'm thinking specifically of the you have compassion for her line in the yeah, Force Awakens that got cut and I I think that that is so telling to how the story ended <laughs> and we always have thought that mm-hmm. and it's in the novel it was like it was recorded it was you know and all these things and I'm it's so interesting to me that they covered it up or even just like putting CGI mask over Kylo in The Force Awakens. I think that there's definitely yeah. an effort to make him appear aggressive in order to make what happened in this movie that much more meaningful. The redemption, the how far can you push a villain that a, he will come back. And I like I wonder if there's some sort of like restraint that's done there in terms of there's no I love you, you know? And yeah. I, I like I wonder that. And I think that it's felt definitely yeah yeah I definitely think it's felt it's just I don't know I like expected her to cry I don't know like she's spent the whole film like very um like frustrated and like rightfully so you know like she finds out this horrible thing about her family you know what's happening to the like she goes through so much in this film and then like this moment of relief of like like she when she like it's such a beautiful moment when she tells Kylo at the on the Death Star like I did want to take your hand because yeah. like he asked her earlier he was like like you wanted to why didn't you like what like we could have just been here together this uh-huh. whole time and she was like oh you would have killed me but then she finally admits it like in this moment it's like I did want to uh-huh. um like I wanted to be with you I wanted to be with Ben and like at that moment at the end there's like this relief of like oh Palpatine is gone and like Ben is here like I can take your hand and then it is like so fleeting and you know Star Wars is tragedy when but then she just like left and then she's like oh my god Finn and Poe great to see you and they like have this like heartfelt tear-jerking hug that lasts for like 20 seconds (laughs) um I just I like even just you saying that when the like uh, you know, silent moment between Ray and Ben when 
Ben comes back and they're having mm-hmm. that force bond moment right before they transfer. She transfers the lightsaber to him. Yeah. And he like kind of nods. It's good. It, I mean, it's in the trailer when, which I like, we have always, we, we kind of thought that like she was looking at him. Oh yeah. Her at face. At the very end of yeah. the trailer. And I, we were always like, that's, that's the look. That's the look. Yeah. And the fact that she's looking at him and is, like, so happy, so proud, and, like, mm-hmm. she, he finally did it, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Yeah. I guess I just, like, I wanted that moment overall to be longer because... Of course. I think that's, like, it. It's, like, I just, like, I just want to spend yeah. so much time with them because their, their, their relationship is the most compelling, yeah. I think, like, out of everything in the film, and... I think that... I just, I wonder if at this point, does Lucasfilm realize that? And, like, is that what's coming next? It'll be really interesting. I hope so. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's, like, whole film. It's, like, I hate how, (laughs) I hate how this film has made me, like, frustrated with Poe. Like, I feel like I had the same critique of The Last Jedi of, like, we're spending so much time with Poe. I don't, I don't feel that way. I actually really liked Poe in this movie. I, that's the thing. I really do like Poe as a character, but I still feel like his character development came at the expense of other characters. Yeah. I still like him. That's the weird thing. I really like him. I think he had, like, so many funny lines, and... I liked the tension between him and Ray. Yeah, I did, too. I just and, liked the tension with everyone. Yeah, I there's thought... a There's a moment on the Endor moon where I, we, we talked about this in the movie theater, where... Um, when Ray takes the boat, which I do think is like what I said before, a moment I really like that she just leaves mm-hmm. and Poe's like, well, she just left. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, like, go she, after left she left us. And Finn's like, well, no, I have to go after her. I have to go after her. And it's like the thing that you were talking about, about like being really kind of frustrated with Finn's arc, which I think is fair. And I think that we need to talk about that some more later. Mm-hmm. I, um, in that moment when they're arguing, I'm like, I don't know who I agree with. Yeah. And I think I agree more with Poe. Because yeah. I'm like, no, this is something that Ray needs to do herself. And I think that this there's like something separate for Finn to do. But it yeah. was it was really interesting. It it was interesting. It was weird how they like dropped these like like beats of tension for the three of them, like throughout the film, like especially between like Poe and Finn. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was like, where is this coming from? And does it get resolved? They just kind of, they brush past it. Just like we brush past it. Like, blow past it. We're going to blow past this. Um, like, because they have some really, like, heavy pieces of dialogue. Like, that moment when, like, when, he, what does Finn say? He's like, you're no, or Poe says, I'm not, I'm not General Leia. And Poe says, yeah, you're damn right you're not. It's like, that's really mean. It's really mean. <laughs> it's really mean. And then, like, when Finn won't tell Poe what he wants to tell. Yeah. Uh, Ray, yeah, like though I thought those were so interesting, but they were never like picked up. Like there was never any resolution to that. Well, the way that John Boyega talks about it is like, well, friends who are in close proximity will always bicker and will always have like problems with each other, which I think is fair yeah. in real life. And like, I w- wouldn't want them to not do that. Yeah, like I think it's like nuanced and good mm-hmm. for them to do it. So like. I prefer that. Yeah, I like the bickering. It was just like, we never found out what Finn wanted to tell them. Yeah. And I don't know. I. Yeah. And yeah. I thought they were interesting. Um, so one of the interesting things that we talked about 
when in our trough speculation episode was Daisy Ridley's interview where she was asked what was the one thing, what's one word you can use to describe um, Rise of Skywalker, and she said Cyclops, mm-hmm. and we were like, okay. <laughs> and it's interesting because we were talking about the Odysseus myth where he's like running from the Cyclops, Polythemus, and... He says, I'm no one, I'm no one, and then he kills the Cyclops, and we're like, oh, she's no one. But I remember talking about, we're like, well, not really, because Odysseus says he's no one, but he's not really no No one. one. He's like a king. (laughs) And we're like, "Mm." (laughs) I remember us being like, (laughs) we're like, oh, what's that mean? (laughs) And it turns out. (laughs) Turns out here's someone masquerading as no one who is an empress. (laughs) So ridiculous. <laughs> and that's exactly I mean then she stabs him. It's it like that was really the perfect analogy. In <laughs> Unfortunately. Hind- no, I'm so glad that we came to that conclusion and we studied that and everything. We brought that up. Like, yeah, I have too. I'm just like now we have Ray Palpatine. Yeah, I know. We have to live with that for the have- rest of our life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just you know what? We it's, have Mr. and Mrs. Palpatine, the Palpatine children, mm-hmm. and then the Palpatine grandchildren. When he was like, you'll be Empress Palpatine, I was like, oh. I know, me too. I think we both gagged. I think that, like, <laughs> there's also something quite sad about, which, again, I think I would have liked a, a little bit more of a lingering moment, like, quite sad about how Ray always wanted a family, and here's, like, the worst like production of a like her family that she could possibly have like in that moment where Palpatine opens the ceiling and you can see all the star destroyers and everything and he's mm-hmm. like the only family you have is me and i i was like you know what that's really disappointing <laughs> for ray yeah. for and i was like you know what it's just it's it's so sad that a girl that has wanted a family her entire life her grandfather cares nothing about her yeah exactly it i would have preferred sucks. a little bit more of a you can choose your own family um you can choose your well i guess that's what happened in the I, end huh but i still think it's cheesy af i thought that because it's weird because i thought that moment was actually really good that he when he said that he was like i'm your only family here yeah but then he says like as they're looking at the thing he says like your family up there is going to die. And I'm like, didn't you just say that you were her only family? And then I thought, and then I also thought that that's when, the first time we saw it, I was like, oh, maybe this is when Ben shows up and she's like, that's not true. Or or Ben's like, I'm here. And like, (laughs) I'm her family too. I was like, yes, give me that. (laughs) What I, what I did like about the whole setup of, uh, the Exegol. Exegol. Exicle. Yeah. Icicle. <laughs> I liked, because you remember this, like, one crazy theory I had in Tross where I was, like, when I, when I was, like, super pushing the world between worlds theory, and mm-hmm. I was, like, maybe, like, the whole third act takes place in, like, the astral plane. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, and instead of, like, looking through a viewfinder, which is what Palpatine and Snoke did with um, Luke and, uh, and Rey in their films that they would be like looking at it from like above and like through the like astral plane or whatever and seeing the battle going on below them but i liked how they were actually below the battle in hell yeah in hell i thought it was like a really cool perspective that i don't think we get a lot in star wars since we are like often up and like in the sky and stuff i really liked that um design 
choice. I hope that we get to explore that temple place where we were. I know, the statues. The first time we saw it, you I was like, like, statues. <laughs> I was like, monuments. It's funny, yeah. Monuments, monuments everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool. It's, yeah. It is, it does recall a lot of what we've seen in animation, which is mm-hmm. really cool. I think that, like, we've gotten interesting representations of hell in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, especially, like, if you compare the red... Um, modernist vibe of like the red riches, like almost like a, um, in a way it's like sort of Art Deco inspired mm-hmm. type um, throne room that we get. And it is so dressed up. And if you can compare that when it burns and everything, and it is so like rich and gorgeous like and everything, it's and so passionate. dramatic and a, almost like a play, yeah. which exactly what, the Rise of Skywalker stages it as because it is like this play. Well, it's in like an arena. No, no, no. In the in in the la- the Last Jedi, that thr- the throne room is like a red curtain. It's yeah. Like a, it's like a it's like a play. And then yeah. we have what is really really hell in in mm-hmm. the Rise of Skywalker, which is like an icy chessboard with like I don't know with like ghouls. You know, some someone something like whatever that is with like the the Sith like yeah, but it is like an arena. They're it like is, oh yeah them. for sure yeah. it is like an arena. I was talking about the Last Jedi though when I said that, and then yeah. in in like it, it it is fascinating that it is an arena, and like it is kind of like a pit. Like if you compare it to like a, a Roman arena or something like that, mm-hmm, like the Colosseum. Yes, exactly. And who's, like, calling the shots and everything. Yeah. And that, like, if you, like, are fighting to the death, like, who's gonna, like, only one survives. Also, when Palpatine says, you live and die together. I was like. I was like, oh, does he he live to (laughs) Skytalkers? Honestly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, yes, you're right. They do, except they don't. But do they? (laughs) They, I guess they do, but how long am I going to have to wait for that story? Because I just, I love them so, so much. much together. And, like, their angst is so real. And I just... Oh, it's the most compelling thing in the, Star Wars. It's the most compelling thing. And, like, that's the thing. And I just wanted more time. Yeah. I just wanted more time. That's like, um... Wonder Woman. Yeah, that. But then there's also that great line in, um... In the Rogue One novelization, too. Whoa, coming out of left field with the Rogue, Rogue One, One novelization. novelization. <laughs> when they're, like, in the... It's the it's when they're in the elevator. And I think it's Cassian's point of view. And he's talking about... He's like, I could have known her more, um, but all we had was this moment. There, like, there won't be any more. And it's, like, so sad. <laughs> and that's, like, Raylo. And you just, like, you just want more time with them. And I think that's that's what's missing for me in this film. Um, not because, I mean, I think the film was messy AF, but <laughs> I think I just like, that's like the jealous Raylo in me. I'm just like, please give me as much time as possible with these characters because they are the central figure. Like it is, it is supposed to be like the way it's marketed, the way it's set up. It's like, it ends, it began with them and it ends with them as well, mm-hmm. which I think was clear in the film, but I just, I still wanted more. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someday. Lord willing. Absolutely someday. Yeah. That's how it's going to happen. You know. Kathy at the premiere said, 
Well, we want to do more Skywalker stories. We can figure out a way to do it. I know. Oh, like really, Kathy? Okay, but they also called her Ray Skywalker, Skywalker at the know. end. You know, I, I just. But like, come on, Ben. <laughs> I I know. It, there's like, so much left in left field. We have characters who've been pulled out of certain situations. We have freaking Darth Maul. Oh, it's like yeah. walking around on two no mechanical feet. No one's ever really gone. <laughs> okay. Hashtag where's Ben? Where's Ben? Hashtag where's Ben? All right. Well, I think this concludes our immediate reaction mm-hmm. to the Rise of Skywalker. Of course, in the next probably two months, we'll. <laughs> dive really deep into The Rise of Skywalker and go through it in a series of episodes as we usually do and we're still kind of figuring out what kind of format we want to follow for that but man it was it was it was a trip it was a trip we got there more or less in one piece mm-hmm. we got there <laughs> and most things that we wanted delivered we got everything we wanted, wanted except for what Ren we wanted being alive <laughs> except for what we really wanted <laughs> and but that's it's we'll, we'll be okay we'll be okay we'll be will we be okay i don't know i don't know guys i don't know it's 2:42 in the morning we got to go may the force, <laughs> force be, be with, with you, you. Sky Talkers is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods. The Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom.